Welcome to Movie Club with John and Becca. I'm John. I'm Becca. And we like to watch movies. Uh, we don't have a catchphrase yet, I think. <laughs> trying to That's figure a good it out. one. Trying to figure we it out. like to watch movies. Trying to figure it out. Uh, this, this podcast started out as... Uh, the the idea was like we want to share the movies we love and you know sh- have people our friends share the movies they love with us and really the only like criteria is that whoever's on the show at least one person who's on each episode should be new to whatever we're watching mm-hmm. they don't even have to be seeing it for the first time they can be seeing it for the first time 3D wise yeah uh, but I think I feel like the longer we do this and we haven't even published any of these goddamn episodes yet <laughs> but that's fine because we're building up a catalog yeah uh, I feel like the longer we do this the more I'm into the idea of like not even just doing like like good movies but literally just like movies we love like yeah. I keep thinking about Demolition Man and I keep thinking like I want to find someone who hasn't seen Demolition Man yeah it's not just mm-hmm. movies that are like a plus yeah Criterion collection, but exactly. movies that mean a lot to you and yeah. have a special place in your heart for whatever reason. So, this is our first episode that we've done with a guest, actually with two guests, Ooh. both <laughs> named Jordan. Uh, joining us today are Jordan Clark and Jordan Lincoln. So, Say hello, guys. Guess which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tell you. <laughs> We're not going to. Um... So we were hanging out recently doing a game night, I think, and I, I don't remember how the topic got brought up, but I... I think I just had a lot of questions about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I've been watching oh, a playthrough... Oh, were we talking about the new movie? Maybe that's what it was. No, because I've been watching a playthrough of Alien Isolation. Isolation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I kind of had this thing in my life where it's like, oh, this game looks really cool. And I know it's based on this thing, and I, I'd gotten a lot of like bits and pieces of it through sort of like you know just culture, just pop culture, yeah, yeah like you absorb it. White noise, yeah. Like for example, that like in the movie itself, like the chestburster scene was spoiled, right. and and like I knew that these things were terrible. Like I had the action figure as a child. Never <laughs> saw the movie. Yeah. Um, Which action figure did you have? Uh, it had the spines in the front of its head. Oh, I had those too. Yeah, in the early '90s, I think it was Kenner. For yes. some reason, decided to market the Alien franchise to children in the form of like, well, like action, like little I mean, action it's, figures. It's a marketable action figure. It, in, in terms, but they're movies that kids can't. I mean, I saw them because my parents were uh, irresponsible. But like, it was a different time. It was a different time. But the, those toys are great because there there was Mantis Alien, there was Gorilla Alien. It, it took that whole idea. Well, of, meaning, meaning it toyified them after after the fact. It's like yeah, it, it's very it, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, coming to the fact that we just watched them all together at your insistence, mm-hmm. two, you know, of them. Two, two of them, two of them, two of them. This is a two for ladies and gentlemen. Half of um, them. Yeah, I should specify. So what we just watched, we literally, we we've watched Alien and Aliens. Yeah. So you guys have seen Alien and Aliens now for the very first time ever. Yeah. Um, we literally just finished watching Aliens, mm-hmm. so I feel like we're all pretty high on adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, from that movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But yeah. So you haven't seen Alien three and four. And what I do want to like, we're gonna do obviously spoilers for for Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen those movies. Fucking go watch them, um, but I do want to avoid spoiler territory for three and four, just because like now I am that we've... actively already suppressing 
that. I keep I, wanting to I, talk I, about I, three I, and when I have sex, I'm like, don't say anything. I know, I know, I know. Because now that we've actually like watched the first two with you guys, I feel like we need so to do. Hard. I feel like we need to do like a part two. We haven't even done part one of this, but like Ooh. I feel like we super need to do part two. I'm down. I, where we watch three and four. Yeah, that would be cool because yeah. I've never Everyone seen all of four. Everyone put your hands right? in. It's a compact. Okay, channel. Alien three. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. The contract. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so. Um, no, what I was saying, uh, saying before is the fact that, again, I'd, I'd observed a lot of the sort of, like, understanding of the vagueness of it. Yeah. Like, the... the, the you the generally, like, a face hugger the, and chest And person. the terror and yeah, the yeah. face hugger. And even going into this, you were like, something about power loaders. Correct. Yeah, you'd probably yeah, seen, yeah. like, yeah, and the yeah. a clip one, yeah. of her saying, oh, you bitch. Yeah, that's the thing I gotta say, oh, yeah. and I'll share that in a minute. Oh, yeah. Um... No, but it, but I did want to to see the whole thing, and the fact that I was seeing, I, I looked at the game, and watched a bit of playthrough of that, and then the game like, was awesome. The game was amazing. Yeah. And then a couple of minutes into the like umpteen amount of time into the playthrough, I was watching, I was like, wait, I don't want to spoil this. Yeah. I wanted like like this feels really intense. This feels yeah. really crazy. Mm-hmm. Like this is more survival horror than survival horror, and it's like, stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that game is yeah. that game is super survival horror. Like I was telling you, I spent probably half that entire game hiding, like yeah. not even playing the game. You spend half the game just hiding, I hoping the alien doesn't you play see. That game. It's really <laughs> scary. It's awful. You're always just like in a locker, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. And I've got hiding under a table, like fuck off. <laughs> now, some other critic people have brought up some stuff about that game mm-hmm. that I'll bring up later. Okay, we're talking about movies right now. Yeah. Yes. So I guess we should start off with. Alien, even though we just watched the second one, so that's probably fresher in your minds, but mm-hmm. last Saturday, or two Saturdays ago, we sat down, we watched Alien. You so, and the Jordans. Me and the Jordans. Yeah. I haven't right seen it. I can't remember the last time I saw it. I think it's been a few years. Oh, damn it, we should have watched it. It's okay. <laughs> we'll watch it again. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. It is so... It's not completely lost. Yeah. The reason I got so excited to do this was because Alien is my favorite movie. Like, when people say, like, what's your favorite movie? Like, mm-hmm. Alien. It's my favorite movie for reasons I don't even know if I can explain, but it's it's real. It's good. a great movie. Yeah, it's it's real good, and it's also like for me, I think the aesthetic was so sort of like I hate to say this, but like on point in the way that it for its because it was like late seventy, like mm-hmm. like seventy like seventy seven. I think seventy seven. Let me double check. I never remember. It's your favorite movie. It's my favorite <laughs> How movie. Do you not well, know? there's like Alien and Star Wars, and they both came out late seventies, and they and Jaws. Mm. Alien, Star Wars, and Jaws. I never remember which years they came out because I think they all came out one after another. Yeah. It wasn't the same year. It was like it was probably Jaws was seventy seven. Star Wars seventy eight. Alien seventy nine is what I'm gonna guess. Good Go set on. of years for film. How much money you want to put on? hundred dollars. <laughs> what is love? We have the same money. I know. I like, how, much, how much money you got? <laughs> 79. I was right. Good job. What about the other two movies? Let's find out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's Welcome not, to not John and Becca's new podcast, John Looks Up Movies on this phone. <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking wrong. Yes. Jaws was 75. Oh, wow. God, Jaws oh. is a great movie. I know. Who do we, we know that hasn't seen find Jaws? We've got hasn't seen Jaws. <laughs> have, uh, you, have you seen Jaws? You've man. never seen wow. Jaws? Uh, Wait, What? God damn it, Jordan. New Hope, New Hope is 77. I was right about that. Okay. No, I was wrong about that. Well, hmm. oh, okay. you see, this is a strategy to keep myself on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws okay, is good. one of the best movies ever. Jaws. Really yeah, Jaws. I would say that Alien, like, Alien is a perfect movie in my mind, and Jaws is 
another perfect movie. Like they're very similar feeling. They have very similar approaches to dread. Yeah, in that they like don't show you anything for a long time. Yeah. Mm Um, but yeah, god damn it. Everything about Jaws. Yeah. We watched right, that. We're not talking about we're Jaws. Not, we're not talking Sorry. <laughs> we'll do a, a Jaws, Jaws tangent. We'll do John, a, focus. We'll watch Jaws for 4th of July. Ooh. We'll do a 4th of July episode because nice. it's about 4th of July. It's great. There we go. It's a good holiday. Um, no, but like coming into it completely cold, I really did appreciate the amount of buildup and the amount of like... I mean, I was bringing some grit into it knowing mm. that X, Y, and Z were going to happen. I mean, fuck, the one thing was... Uh, uh, Spaceballs spoiled it for mm. me. <laughs> oh, like like when I was like, oh, with the, the chestburster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the oh, chestburster yeah, yeah. was well, for me. Fucking like, same actor too. It was John Hurt in Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that was like stunt casting, fun joke, yeah. joke, talk, joke, joke times. But it's <laughs> it's one of those like it's like the best part of Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> I fell well, asleep well, during that movie. I don't, I don't think I saw that part. I mean, well, I fell asleep, woke up, and turned it off because I hated it. <laughs> it's the very end, and they're like in a space oh, yeah, cafe, and John Hurt uh, is eating with them, and then a fucking chest pressure comes out, and John Hurt looks down, and he goes, "Not again." Uh, well, and, no. <laughs> and here's the thing. Now with context, yeah, it's a great joke. <laughs> yeah. At the time, like, like when I was watching it, like honestly, watched Spaceballs, and I was like, "Fuck." You know what, like eleven, mm-hmm. and I saw that I'm like, what? And then, but but the you know, it's gotta be funny like, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. But the the hilarity, like not the hilarity, but the uh, the fact that the joke is predicated on this like terrible thing happening, mm-hmm. and then it they make it jokey and cartoony, and then off the stage. Um. Like at the time, I was like, oh, that's a joke they made. Also, I'm 11. And, but then now, with the context, I'm like, that's a really dark, <laughs> funny joke you made. That's <sighs> There was a moment watching Alien with you guys that made me really happy. Um, because I wasn't sure like what you knew about Alien. Because, like, yeah, like so much you absorb through pop culture. But it's a moment where Dallas is in the air ducts, and he's trying to seal him off and he's oh, it's yeah, just yeah. Dallas with the flamethrower and when he goes on the ladder and Lambert's freaking out and saying that it's near him and he like looks one way and then when he looks back and you see the alien for the first time and it's like a split second both of you jumped yeah and it yep. was I was yep. I was sitting between you and I was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie works this movie <laughs> fucking <laughs> works no it's proper and it 100% does work I so really good. really really feel that it it hold it 100% holds up oh it's it like, definitely does like like for being made in '79, I feel like the most dated and thing about it is like the like the CRT monitors. It's just like sure. like that doesn't exist. But at the same time, it's just such a part of the world. Like it's mm. such a yeah. lived-in world. Yeah, you don't even really think about it. Well, I mean, like like from an IT perspective, I will say that not everything is iPhones. It's like for example, there's yeah. like it's not that difficult to imagine. A world like a low where, tech, uh, yeah, yeah, because they're truckers in space, so yeah, it's all right. very low okay, tech. Like, like for example, I, I I work for the gas company, and we've got you know all sorts of new tech coming out mm-hmm. and doing stuff. But then there's uh, uh, pulse correction devices where it's like you've got the details don't matter. Mm-hmm. They still use like digital displays. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like these displays that look like jank. It's like not, from the eighties. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not I mean a, they it's do that not, at TV stations too. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Wave oh, yeah. four monitors and we're getting, get, color go, monitors. Go that shit's Discovery. all black screen with green, you know, yeah. lights. Even even like when I first started working at Discovery mm-hmm. and like all the, the VTRs, mm-hmm. like some of them were really old. Yeah. And I like even the ones that were brand new still like looked old fashioned because it was just like, well, if it's not broke, well, yeah, like, don't fix it. It works just, perfectly yeah. fine. Perfectly there's fine. no other thing it needs to do. Yeah. There's no, yeah. Re- there's no, re- it's, yeah, it's functional. So there's yeah. no reason to like make it look you know, updated. Yeah. There was a moment that you laughed uh, in Alien where Ripley was like reading yeah. coordinates and it was literally just a screen of zeros and ones. Yeah, like, I, I did that. Like, I'm not going to pretend that did. No, it's, it was funny. I mean, that did trebuchet me up out of the experience at one point because she's, because uh, because she's like a warrant officer. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what her function was, you like know, sitting on the ship either. and what screen she was reading. But it was also a screen of literal ones and zeros. It was just ones and zeros. And I was just like, like she's just reading it. Binary. I'm not going to Yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was like, fuck, I can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. No, that, that, was, that was a bit of a bit of a badness. However, I, I really do feel, though, that the fact that you are using the old CRT screens, I, th- I think in a way that almost makes it timeless. It, in, yeah. In, in a way that it's like, you know... Here's the here's the space freighter's janky computer system. Yeah. Well, it's like when you try to invent something that will happen in the future, and then when the future happens and that didn't happen, right. like every space movie made in the '90s oh, that yeah. tried to make everything really shiny and chrome. And oh my god. We still don't have that, but CRT monitors. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels familiar. It doesn't feel super crazy. I feel like one of the only, I think I said this before, but like one of the only sci-fi movies of recent memory to feel like it got shit right. And uh, I don't know if it's like dated by now, but it's Minority Report. Mm. Or are you thinking the same thing? <laughs> yes. Minority Report I want to note it did a really Jordan good Lincoln job. <laughs> he was thinking like Minority Report, Minority the Report. iPod, like like the, yeah. the theoretical future. Because it did the not too distant shit. future and it yeah. and it didn't fuck with it too much. It was yeah. like, here's everything we currently have and here's like probably what we're gonna do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like some of it was pretty far out, but even still, like with his little, you know, motion y you know, hand gestures, like, that's just the fucking connect. <laughs> like, yeah. we literally already have that technology, we just don't exactly use it like that. Right. Um, because it's trash cans. But there were, like, yeah, there were other, and, like, shit, like, advertisements, like, reading his eyeballs, like, that's gonna mm. fucking happen. Like, that's... I mean, that's basically Facebook. But, exactly. Yeah. Like, Facebook already looks at what you look at online. Facebook knows I texted somebody about something and then shows me an ad on oh, a computer. Yeah. yeah. We were, well, like... I get scared. Hmm? Yeah, Facebook is creepy. I love the fact that, that for as terrifying as the aliens are, Ripley doesn't live in a reality where that is true. Where was true? The the ad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ads yeah. of the eyeballs. That, you don't know. That might be true on Earth. Yeah. She's not on Earth. <laughs> so she's driving the truck. <laughs> uh, um, continuing to work with CRTs. Yeah. But yeah, so what do you think of Alien? The first one? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I, I feel like the more 70s movies I watch, the more that I'm fairly certain that's my favorite period of film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, the two the two things that stood out the most to me, I guess there's three. The first one is just, like, I really like the way that film looks and just, like, the texture oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, like, the, the film... Ooh. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it sounded like a firework. It did. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what else would make such a silly noise that loudly. I, not, 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was Such an alien. a silly noise that loudly. <laughs> Put it on your tombstone. <laughs> yes. That will be only if that's what killed me. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, Go on. Anyway. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I mean, because the, I mean, you're, you're talking about how lived in the world feels, but yeah. there's also, like, just with film in general, like, it has a texture and a weight to it, mm-hmm. um, and the way that they did basically all, like, the sets and the practical effects and the minis and the models, like, you could really, like, feel them. I, it sounds yeah. weird No, it say, does. Like, like, everything in the movie feels very visceral. Right. Like, it feels like you could reach out and just, like, touch all of it. Right. And, like, all of the the practical effects were literally practical, where it felt like mm-hmm. all of the stuff, it wasn't like, oh, here's, like, a cool, like, future world, so we're mm-hmm. gonna put, like, a whole bunch of buttons and shit on yeah. stuff that, like, seem superfluous. It's like, oh, like, no, that button does that, and, like, that lever does that, and, yeah. like, um, I was thinking about it just in terms of, like, <laughs> uh, it's kind of the easy punching bag, but like all like Michael Bay and Zack Snyder and all these people who make like all these really heavy like CGI effect movies, like not only are those movies gonna look terrible in like five years, yeah, but like just the difference between like you know this whole thing is like on it. They built these sets and they built like you know, all these like miniatures and like all of these things. And it's not even necessarily that, like, practical effects look better in terms of, like, giving the movie that weight, but, like, so much is done on the green screen these days that it's ridiculous. There was a, like, a YouTube video maybe, like, five months ago where it was just like, here's all these things you didn't know were CGI, and it was, like, people just, like, talking. Like, they just, like, (laughs) CGI the background of, like, you know, like, they're in a park, or, you know I mean? It's not even, like, you know, in space. It's just, like... Two people it's, outside of, like, the Empire State Building. And yeah. it's gotten to the point now where, like, we'll be watching stuff, and, like, we can't tell if it's, like, bad CGI, or, like, bad I, green I screen, or bad lighting. I almost constantly say yeah. that looks like bad CG. Yeah. And you say, I think the lighting's bad, and I say, I think it's bad CG. And, like, I th- I think it's maybe half and half. Yeah. Right? Like, because sometimes it's, it's definitely... It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. it is, like, the most innocuous things. Like, why do they need to CG the inside of a fucking office? Yeah. Right. But if those actors weren't <laughs> in the same place that day... Yeah. Then they would do it, and right. it'll look like shit. And it looked horrible, and... and feels awkward yeah where because you just know something's off yeah um i love the scene at the end of alien when she's doing the self-destruct and right. I, I can't remember which one of you was that pointed out but that she literally she, like, read she reads the instructions yeah. <laughs> because like obviously she's never self-destructed a, a ship before right. and it's also it, not those just movies like are very practical they're super practical like even down yep. to just like to self-destruct, it's not just like boop self-destruct she has to do like this whole series of shit right. yeah and they show it and it's like, and then she's got to go and do it. And again it's nerve wracking mm-hmm. because the whole time she's like being chased by an alien. And you're like, fucking right. pull the lever. <laughs> like, well, because like, and that's and that's how and they gets... build tension. And the thing is, that's like the true understanding, like, like on a deeper level, just of craft and just of like you know, like doing the setting and, and setting up the threat. I mean, that's like for the scene. What really, really, really impressed me. What really kept me on the edge of my like literal seat knowing what was going to happen i knew she was going to survive i mm-hmm. knew the alien was going to get all fucked up somehow yeah but i was on the very edge of my seat but you didn't know how you're going to get there higher time right. because i didn't know how i was going to get there and so then in the, the sort of like you know microsome of like well first off there's like the movie itself is structured so like that 
the excellent dread of the movie Silly loud noise. is right. is I mean it's like I mean you start out with this you know terrible unknown thing mm-hmm. and then there's a known known terrible thing and then it's just that kind of like it can't get worse than now and then it does yeah you know? and then you have like consistently like, like yeah. two or three cycles of that on yeah. to blow up the ship right well, and I, and that that structure is really amazing, and mm-hmm. the fact, and I think that the very last, like the last section, when she's figuring out the self destruct, then she has to undo it. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> like that's like, oh god, you're killing me. <laughs> I mean, like uh, again, you right. and I edge of seat. Yeah. <laughs> no. And 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 that's. I mean, that was the other thing that I really liked about it is that you know it. It didn't treat you like you were dumb, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. a lot of you know the stuff that you know, be me and Jordan would be watching and be you know asking John questions like, "Are they going to do this?" or like, "Why don't they just you know X?" And then like a few minutes later, like it would happen because yeah. they're yeah. like, "You're probably thinking this," so like, here you go. Yeah, there were a couple <laughs> of times where you guys asked questions. I was like, oh, "I'm just watching right now. <laughs> it might be about to happen." Yeah, <laughs> not every movie answers those questions. Oh yeah, right? sometimes Mostly. they're just like, "It's yeah. the thing because we said so." Yeah. We don't need no. to explain basic logic. Yeah, <laughs> and I love yeah, I love in these movies and in Aliens, somebody is always asking that question. Oh yeah, and coming up with different solutions and, and talking even, about it like yeah. normal no, people I was, would. I was okay, not, to, not to jump ahead, but Jordan kept asking why the fuck they're not killing Paul Reiser, <laughs> and then finally <laughs> Bill Paxton's like, "Why don't we just kill Paul Reiser?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was one of those things where again, like, Alien, like and and here's the like the the like tricky and funny thing like looking at it especially like for example uh john and i before the cast were like like oh my god why didn't i see this before now and then i'm kind of like like kind of like mind blown because i've seen it after i'm 30 i've seen it after i you know have had a lot of life experience you've seen it after your formative years (laughs) correct yeah and and so i can really understand the nature of a feminist perspective looking at it that's a yeah. That's a really huge thing about these movies, also yeah. that we haven't even no, no, like no, true like oh there is, the surface of there is a there is a rich vein of interesting things to think and talk about from the fact that just based on the first movie, it's like hey, all the problems start when we don't listen to the woman <laughs> who is well trained, knows her job, and they don't listen to her. When she's saying a reasonable thing. I would have loved to have seen Alien, like, in 1979, like, when it first came out, when you don't know that Ripley is the hero. Because, yeah. like, you go into oh, that movie that, oh, knowing Ripley also, is a hero. But if also, you yeah, didn't... Sorry. Well, yeah. Like, if you didn't go in, you would probably think Tom Skerritt is the hero. Because he's, like, the bearded guy. He's the captain. <laughs> like. Guy. Like you would think that maybe he is the one who survives, and he dies halfway through the fucking movie. Right. And like even at a certain, I never even thought of this before, but you guys were saying at a certain point in the movie, you're like, "There's, there's no white men left in this movie," <laughs> which is so crazy for like a horror movie or right. an action movie or any kind of movie for it to just like kill those guys right. like yeah. right I mean, off the bat. That's something they they don't understand is a thing now. Yeah. Right. But they did like still. They did it in a natural way where you weren't just like, oh, like yeah, it's gonna be like these people because they're trying to make a point. It was yeah. like yeah. it's just who happens to it just, survive. Yeah. That's exactly you know, yeah, it's like, just how it happens. Yeah. And it's such a if you if you try and 
look at it objectively, you know, without knowing that Ripley is the star of the franchise, because there wasn't a franchise then, so it was just this single horror movie, it's crazy that, like, it ends up with, uh, you know, this woman who wasn't, like, set up to be, like, a heroine is suddenly the smartest person in the room and the last one left standing and fucking kills the alien. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And she saves her cat. And yeah. she saves the cat. Well, the twisted oh, thing is, especially, and for me, okay, here's the trick, is the fact that I never even thought of that. Because, again, from the, like, with the pulp, uh, cult, uh, pop cultural perspective, yeah, I'm looking at it like, like, oh, of course she's the hero. Yeah. But there's no reason and, to think and, that and until, then, like, the last yeah. act of the movie. Correct. And then from... And so when this was made, remember. it was like she does how they know, set up like, the characters. The I mean, she's the great. They did what they did. Yeah, in the seventies, like <gasps> she's a strong character through the whole movie, but she doesn't like step up until Dallas what, dies. Why? Yeah. Why do they all hate her? Or do they all hate her? Oh, they all disagree they with her? her. They don't really all hate her. Well, I think she's just she's, well, she's a little bit of a ball buster. But yeah. really, she's just like she's just she going in along. charge. No, she's okay. third in command. Okay. There's Dallas, then Kane, then Ripley. The yeah. issue is that Dallas and Kane go off the ship, and so she's in command. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when they come back, she's the one who's like, "There's something on his fucking face." Right. Yeah. Uh, we can't let them and in like, because of quarantine. He'll step out of it. And, and Ian Holm, uh, Ash, the mm-hmm. robot that you don't know is a robot yeah. at first, is like, "Fuck you." Yeah. I'm letting this alien on board. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing is because especially when I was watching that and, and what really, I mean, this is just like, this might be me personal or whatever, but especially in terms of kind of making her the, like shuffling her heroineness to the bottom, I suppose, is the fact that when she's like, I guess when you're watching it the first time, especially in the context where it was first released, it was like, of course, the captain white bearded saying mm-hmm. we gotta save this guy mm-hmm. is you know the more heroic thing right like conventionally yeah correct i mean it's, it's the more conventional heroic thing to be like you know oh this guy isn't quite dead yet mm-hmm. we can save him yeah bring him back on and she's like fuck no <laughs> like that doesn't make any he sense has, yeah. he has a terror on <laughs> like his we face. don't know what the fuck yeah. that is. Should. Right. and not only that is the fact that she's like we have rules for this yeah. Like for, for a reason. reason. Exactly. It's like it's like this is the first time we've experienced the need for these rules. But here are rules. Let's do the rules. And he's like, nah. It's also And then she's like, yes. And then Ash is like, I have an ulterior motive. <laughs> Beep. And it's, then the door opens. It's also a super effective um It's super effective on a level that you you know, you might not initially um like be thinking of because like what uh, like and it's definitely intentional like it was intentional yep. from the the moment like the guys who wrote it started writing it was that they wanted to set out you know to make this horror movie that turns every convention on its head uh it's super feminist because you know it ends up being like a sole woman you know saving the day and outsmarting the alien outsmarting everybody else but also the whole like the alien is operating uh, on like kind of this subconscious level for all men, which is terrifying because like it's about men being raped, like that's this you know what they were going for, 
from the the get go. Like the whole thing is like the alien. I totally giant. forgot about studying that in college. Yeah. The whole phallic mother the, the thing. The phallic mother thing. It's about this creature that has a penis for a head mm-hmm. that rapes men and impregnates through their face them. and impregnates them and then they give birth to it and it kills them. And it's like <laughs> That's just like the whole other level to yeah. like think about this movie and this whole franchise. Like that, I mean, I think the franchise gets away from that once you get past the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. cool that like that's where this whole thing starts from. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's one of the central core reasons why like the alien well, is yeah. just so like terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's to get to true terror, you have to drill down a couple of levels. It's one of those things where you're playing Silent Hill and it's like, why doesn't James Sunderland leave? Like there, it, it's that sort of it's a psychological terror. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's that sort of yeah. It drills down to something that is more than just here is a thing we need to kill. I mean, and yeah. actually, if we would like to seg into yes. Alien Two, there's or, one uh, one quick thing. So I wanted to just mention to you guys. Um, so we watched the regular version of Alien, the okay. theatrical version. Mm-hmm. There's a director's cut, which is, in my opinion, not like the the inferior version because the director's cut all it is is just it puts some deleted scenes back in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the main deleted scene that it puts back in is interesting, but it's not the way you should watch the movie for the first time. So there's, a, but I want to tell you about it and see what you think. So there's a scene towards the end of the movie where I think it's after um, uh, Parker and Lambert have been killed and Ripley's the only one left and she's. Um, either about to set off the self-destruct or she's trying to undo the self-destruct. But at one point, she goes down a ladder and realizes that she's in this weird, like, area that's all, like, goopy looking. Mm-hmm. And she realizes it's, like, the, where the alien has been, like, uh, making its home base. Yeah. And in that area is Brett, the guy who, the first guy who was uh, killed by the alien, and Dallas. And Dallas is still alive. And it shows the two of them being turned into eggs so what it poses is that the life cycle of the alien is the alien takes people and it cocoons them and it their bodies slowly form into an alien egg Mm. so brett is like all gross and he's dead already he's like already turning into an egg and dallas is like almost dead and he's asking ripley to kill him Mm -hmm. and so she's like very tearful and then she flamethrowers the whole thing and kills him but it's interesting because it it was a scene they took out because it slows down the third act. Like, it yep. totally stops momentum. Yeah. Like, yep. 100%. Like, right. it should not be in the movie. Because yeah. you're, like, running from this fucking alien, and then just stops dead. Yeah, and then, absolutely. like, there's a scene where Dallas is like, kill me. That's... Yeah. Did they say that in all of the movies? What? Are they, kill, oh, me? kill me? Oh, maybe. They say it a couple times in Alien. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember if they say it in the third one. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so and then she, so they took it out because of that. But because they took that out, the life cycle was left unexplained. Yeah. And then James Cameron went and did his thing in Aliens mm-hmm. and retroactively made that deleted scene completely non-canon, mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting. Uh, so I just wanted to see what you, what your thoughts on that were. Well, let me let me also throw this out there because did you hear uh, Ridley Scott talking about the original ending of Alien? I don't know. Uh, recently, he was <laughs> and this maybe was, not. This 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 was when he said it. I was like, that's probably the most seventies way to end this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
basically he was like the original ending was gonna be they're in the ship and uh you know it's when she like finds the alien and then she puts on the spacesuit and yeah. it's like trying to get her and like so it's like the the the, the airlock is open and so, so the alien smashes through her the glass on her thing and like rips her head off and then they both like fly out through the airlock <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> And, like, he was, like, and this one studio head was about to, like, just cancel the movie. Because it, like, it was too dark. Like, you can't do that. That is such a 70s way to end <laughs> yeah. that movie. And I was like, yeah, it's just bleak. Yeah. Just yeah. Every every movie in the 70s is like, everyone dies at the end. <laughs> Gene Hackman comes in and shoots Ripley. Right. <laughs> um, but, the, I mean, that, that life cycle certainly sounds more disturbing than yeah. everything else. Just... I mean, yeah. I just assume. It's definitely more H.R. Geiger, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I more mean, fucked up and nightmarish. Right. I think that the exact... And this and this is something also I was, I was saying, like, between the game and the movie, and, like, especially mm. in the movie when she's, like in, like, in the last scene where she, like, wakes him up from a nap. That was my biggest problem when we actually watched it on the day. Which is funny, because like, I... That... You guys both thought the alien was napping. And I like, never thought of that before. There's like, millions well, of times. Well, just movie. the nature of like she like. I mean, it's just like in rest mode. Yeah, it's thinking. been through it's a lot like, of shit, and it's like <laughs> now tired. I'm recovering. Tired, yeah. a lot of shit as like, uh, a lot of finally, no one's trying to shoot me with a flamethrower. Need <laughs> <laughs> some me time. Recover. My muscles like, are sore. My alien so that running. muscles. Yeah. Right. My my silicon. <laughs> my little resin. second mouth yeah. needs some time muscles. to yeah catch up. Shoot oh that second God. mouth out. My jaw hurts. God damn it, God um, damn it. No, but like the biggest problem I I'm had just is like, picturing it with an ice pack now and it's just like <laughs> It's like it's this little second jaw is like me and then he puts an ice pack on it. John, <laughs> <laughs> you should draw now. a comic immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like there was a the, the tiny hole there where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's in the shuttle with her. Yeah. And then she finds it and he thinks he's camouflaged in the tubes and shit. Yeah. Um and that begs the question of like well, what is their biology? How tired do they get? And yeah. then, and then, like in Aliens, as we're watching, and like towards the light, like, do they smell? For example, like, I, I mean, I bet they don't. Yeah, I mean, like have a sense of smell or smell themselves, like emit a smell. No, ha- no, yeah. Do do they have the sense of smell? Do they have a yeah. sense of what? Because. I mean, in reality, that doesn't matter because they represent trauma. They represent well, in the same, like just the way they're designed, like they're you know yeah. they're biomechanical. They're so literally alien. Like they, it mm-hmm. just looks like nothing you can comprehend. Truly, which I I like that a lot better than I just watched Predator for the first time recently, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's a part where they. They don't, like, super describe what a predator is, but they start to go into it a little bit, and he's just, like, sitting in a tree or something, and I'm just like, he's not that scary anymore. Or he's just, like, beep-boop on his arm, and I'm like, oh, you yeah. just kind of look like a person. <laughs> just checking with, his emails. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you the, just the, look the, like you're checking your phone, and... The predator is definitely more of, like, an... Like an yeah, like, not so scary, I think, as much as he is more, like, an action alien. Like, he's yeah. an alien, but he's more like us... 
than like yeah. the alien from Alien is like us because he's like he's a hunter. He has yeah, technology. he's like really you know? human. He's like shapes. built shit. Yeah, you know, he hunts the mask off though. He's kind of fucked up. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. Super <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's the nature I, of. I didn't there's... like most of that movie. <laughs> You I, like, like, you I like, like the end. You like the third act, which is yeah. the most important part. So, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, okay. there's, I I mean, there's also, <laughs> the, I mean, the nature of something like the Predator is, and you can see it, and then it, it's the nature of being able to under like, if something is trying to kill us, but we can also understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like then you become a thing to kill. You like you become another predator, or another competitor. Like we're on the same level, right. as opposed to especially like. I mean, the reason the first movie was the thing it was, especially, mm-hmm. and especially with just one of them, mm-hmm. was the fact that this was an unstoppable force. This was like, and it seems to have no motive. Like, right? yeah, like what? Like, it seems to just or origin or origin exactly. Yeah. Like, no motive, no origin. It's just this horrible monster, literally, yeah. that mm-hmm. like kills and reproduces, and that's all it seems to do. Yeah, and Correct. to jump into aliens, yeah. I always think it's kind of silly watching it that they bring her along. But also, because I mean, I feel like she could write down on a piece of paper what it looks like and what it did. Yeah. But they asked. Well, she did they because they say there's a yeah. fucking report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three that, hours that worth they of one. Read that they definitely. But did anyway, uh, like you know, they ask her about it, and she's got like maybe three things to say. Like she even. Oh yeah, knows nothing she about. She barely knows it. anything Going about it. Going through the movie, they still barely yeah. know any more about it. Yeah, she just she, all they find out is that there's a queen. There's a queen, yeah. and yeah. it poops yeah. out eggs. So. <laughs> I mean, I think she knew more than she was telling in the way that, like, I, I, I think that she could maybe explain a little bit more about how he used the air ducts. Well, I think what she knew other... that she was trying to get across and no one was listening was like, yeah. you, like it's you it don't will you no it will what. kill you. Right. Like, you don't understand. It's unstoppable. Yeah. Like, right. you might have guns, but you're still fucked. <laughs> no, and I think that, like, because that's some of the other criticism I've seen about the series. Uh, uh, not criticism. Like, critical Critique. Work, critique. Critique and just things said about about it is the fact that, again, especially in the first one, it was the nature of trauma. Mm-hmm. And the nature of... And, and I think that was, that was well echoed in the second one. Mm-hmm. In the way that... Like, you know, this terrible thing that nobody thought would happen has happened, and it came from nowhere, it can't be explained properly. Like, and then and then she has survived. And then, as we go into the second one, I think it's an interesting sort of, like, she has the knowledge, and she has the trauma, and she has the scars from existing in the space of this thing. And so then, she then moves into she's found she's helped and the thing happens and then Paul Reiser's character gets an idea in his head and then problem other problems happen so here's a question that we were kind of talking about walking in uh-huh. because I specifically know this about myself I don't always listen to exposition in movies okay what did he want he wanted to bring back Sample. alien samples, samples to sell to, to sell the them. company Okay, money. did the company know about it, or is he, like, going rogue? So what I think... I Okay, so... They, I don't think they explain So the that. company definitely knows about it because they are the ones who sent the Nostromo yeah. to get the alien in the first place. Yeah. But it's been 57 years. We don't know exactly what's happened since then. We don't know who mm-hmm. knows about it. And considering there's, like, a colony on that planet, it's maybe safe to assume that, like, that information was either lost or, like... They just forgot, like, they just said never mind, and, like, you know, they, 
but so Paul Reiser, what I think happened is that they find Ripley. She, you know, uh, confirms, ex- it. C- confirms this shit. Paul Reiser takes that information and it and because she, you know, reveals in the movie that he was the one that sent the order to right. go look at that area. I think he did that after he found Ripley. Mm-hmm. That was the because, second time okay. he should have been shot. Because she's the one who's like, no, there's a fucking alien ship there with alien eggs. And he's and that's why he's like, yeah, go check it out. We can make a ton of money, not kill everybody. Right. But wasn't he also the person that sent the order to colonize in the first place? I thought no. that's what he was saying when he was saying, like, I made the wrong decision no, or whatever. No, he's the one that sent that, that um, you know, family of... Uh, okay. people Because they've been there for like 20 years, they said. Gotcha. Those colonists have been there for like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there is also... So, I mean, did... But Waylon yutani knew... They knew there was alien crap happening there before they sent the colonists. I think, wasn't it in the, in the first one, like, they knew there was something there. They knew there they was something there. They didn't know what it. They didn't know it was like yeah. killing machines. Yeah, they just knew it was like. Yeah. they just wanted it to be brought back. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll, I'm willing to bet that Whaling Yutani at the beginning was like, there exist aliens. We need to know about that first. Get one. I think they definitely know they maybe exist, but they just don't know exactly what they are, and it's and it's that whole like corporate greed. Mm-hmm. You know, like they want to they want to use them as weapons. They want to learn from them and study them and they don't understand yeah. what Ripley understands right. who's yeah. like the only fucking person yeah. in this universe who understands like until it's way too late you can't fucking learn from them yeah. they're unstoppable killing machines which brings me to why didn't we kill Paul Reiser well, half of aliens Jordan was in there yelling at the TV to shoot Paul Reiser in the face no really, really actually though there were there were at least at you can't least, just kill him Yes, yes, you can. No, I know you can. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and this is what I because because uh, you were in the loop. I was talking to to Beck and Jordan like like at the end of the movie credits are rolling, and there's a part of me that there's a very twisted part of me that's considering the the nature of strategy on the part of not only like Ripley but also on with the Marines, right? And so there's certainly a part of me that was considering this character and considering the trauma she's experienced and considering you know she, like I definitely understand the fact that she wants to go on the trip like your banjax your PTSD your mm-hmm. like needing to do something about what's happening to you right now and the fact yeah. that you have no connections you have no I mean you're barely putting a life back together and in a narrative way joining the trip 100% Yes. I guess the, the, <laughs> I'm choosing my words. Go on. <laughs> but then there's there's definitely like, like I even sort of like taking sort of like note of the number of times where it's like, nah, you should just shoot him. But you can't like that's murder. Yeah, but considering yeah, even the very last cons- part of it, they're still Marines. Like they're still I mean, like they're still Rip- better. Ripley than was kids. never a Marine or military to at use all. Firearms. Yeah, but they're like not to kill a guy that's just standing there. You can't just like kill yeah. a dude. He's not standing there <laughs> holding a grenade. Yeah, he's not standing there. Killing they don't even not... have concrete proof. Sorry. Proof table. Yeah, 
They don't have, you know. No, no, as far as I'm concerned. I think they just okay. want to take him back so he can fucking be court-martialed and go yeah. to jail. Why doesn't Batman kill people? I ask that question right. all the time. Why doesn't Batman kill people? <laughs> he kills because people he's now. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no, here. Okay, I'm just saying, they're, they're not like, you'll like the third movie because it's prisoners and they will kill people. <laughs> well, well, here's where I'm coming from with Ripley's history. Uh-huh. Ripley knows exactly what happens. As soon as they saw two live alien facehuggers yeah. in the tubes, yeah. and he says anything but let's glass this place and go, as far as I'm concerned. But that, she's not in charge. But that is not a decision that like every human being would make like done <laughs> yeah. pop him like that is not an easy decision that just any person would yeah. make like of all of us when in that face, in this like room a, no, I not, think not maybe every, Jordan no, would not, kill him but yeah. maybe no not every person <laughs> But, but she is not, but she's not a even, killer. She's, she's not a killer, yeah. She's not, like, a military but, presence at all and never has been. I feel yeah. like she probably would have been, like, immediately, like... They would have just, like, charged her and, like... The fact that they didn't... Yeah. The fact that they didn't chain him up sooner, I think, is weird. Sure. I yeah. think they should I have they been, should like, have, like you're clearly him. a maniac and you disagree with everything we say. Yeah. You're gonna be in handcuffs on the ship far away from the rest of us. But also, yeah. like, they're also trying not to be killed by aliens and escape a thermonuclear explosion. So maybe Paul Reiser, who's just shitty Paul Reiser, yeah. maybe isn't the biggest concern because he's just shitty Paul Reiser. What can he do? And he's also like not physically well, doing that he... much at the moment until he breaks the thing with the face hugger right. in and, it. And at, that, you know? and at that point, they are like, let's kill him. Yeah. Right. Other than that, and he's just standing it, there being really annoying yeah. and they can ignore him all they want. Yeah. When he's like, let's do this. And they're like, no. Yeah. And they don't kill him because right when they're about to, like, figure out what to do with them, the fucking aliens come in to kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Ripley can't kill him because she's, like, she is the lowest person in command above Newt, the child. <laughs> the feral child. It goes, she's not feral. It, she's only been alone for, like, Severely what? How long? Like, a, a, a probably, no, it's like a week, probably. A week? <laughs> It's like Newt, and then Ripley, and then Burke, <laughs> well, no, and no, then... Not, well, well, here's the thing. I'm not even necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think he's lower than all the rest I of them. I think he definitely is. Definitely yeah, lower than Vasquez. so much. <laughs> I, I, I always start out that movie going, like, I fucking hate Hudson. Oh, my God, he's so annoying, but he's so important. And then you're so sad to, when like, he dies. He, yeah. He's just so important in getting through that movie because yeah. it's no, so stressful, I, intense. I'm like, I thank mean, God he's there saying some stupid thing I can laugh. And at. he lasts Honestly, longer than most yeah, other he does. people. No, and God's honest. Like you, you're I saying like, like he's gonna die yeah. first, and I'm like, no, he's not. And when he when he does finally like get his moment to shine when he's killing the aliens, he's like really going for oh, it. Yeah. He's finally not being a crybaby. When he's like in the face of like all these aliens coming after him, yeah, he's, he's like, like really going for like, it. He's like, "You want some too? Come yeah. on, motherfucker!" <laughs> I hate to say it, but frankly, I can imagine the reality where I'd probably be that guy. I probably <laughs> like, like I will admit it. Like just <laughs> losing your like shit. Just, just, yeah. Like, various flavors of losing that stuff. And, I love and, that moment where Ripley is like telling him what to do, and he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Hudson." Relax. Yeah. 
He's just like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's an important. Like, what kind of psycho... Don't... Shouldn't they have had some sort of psychological testing before being accepted into the colonial Considering I work with a Marine, a real-life Marine... Yeah. I don't think they do a lot of psychological... I think they... They must do some. They do some, but according to him, they're like, are you young and stupid and like to shoot things? Yeah. Will you shoot what we tell you to shoot? Also... You can be a Marine. Oh, what's his face? Can you carry this much weight? (laughs) Um, oh Gorman. Yeah, oh my god. Like, they find oh, out so after they're him. already on the ship how unqualified he is to be running that mission. I love that scene so much. Like, no. did oh, they choose that? that did they it. choose those people to fail? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I have no well, idea. I never thought about that It before. just seems crazy that, you know, what, <laughs> it, what is, what's his rank or whatever? He's a lieutenant, yeah. I think. <laughs> Dusty's being... An absolute asshole. Dusty! Hey! I don't know. Gorman's in charge until... I think he's lieutenant. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he is well, in charge. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know if he's super in charge, but he's only been on two combat missions ever, ever. He's in ever. charge, because he's, like, he's yeah, the he's head the military guy. Yeah. yeah. He's above Apone, who's... Uh, yeah. Sergeant. Sergeant, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about the military. Well, <laughs> it just like, seems yeah, yeah, bonkers sergeant. that he would I mean, have been on two combat missions ever. And they're like, one. yeah, you're in charge of this. Yeah, seemed, like, more yeah including that one. That's such a well, great line. And the worst thing is the fact that I, at first, like, like there's a devil's advocate part of me that liked him at first and the way he was keeping things, like, professional and were telling the jarheads yeah. to listen to yeah, a Yeah, he's, like, not putting up with their shit. The beast. Yeah. But then he completely freezes. And, yeah. Like, as yeah. soon as shit hits the fan. Which is what I would up. do. He's having a full-on panic attack, but yeah. that's also why I would never join the military <laughs> or be in charge. Don't put me in charge. Well, there's also I'll sit there I mean, sweating and losing my mind. And there was that trash cans part where it's like they get to the place with HRG jeered, which is the only way to describe it. But just the place, as soon as you run into weird... Oh, the, like the reactor, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you yeah. get into the middle of it, like, she tells him it's a reactor, and it's gonna if they shoot it, it'll blow up. And then yeah, they're that like, might and be my still favorite like biomechanical movie. bullshit attached to it. And so you've got like two, at least two red flags. Any sensible person in command would say, "Guys, get the fuck back. We've got to. Well, I mean, we've got to figure something else out." But no, no, they have a mission. I mean, there's no, they there's space yeah. marines. They're, He's trying to walk a line. A mission. I mean, there's like space marines. If you find out the, the the terms of engagement have changed, I don't think they're gonna go in and be like, "It looks scary in here. Let's <laughs> yeah. not do our mission." Well, there's there's oh, it looks scary, and there's <laughs> yeah. Wait a sec, I think this that's is the issue undefined. is that he doesn't know when to make that call. Oh, he keeps them in there too long, and then when it's too late, he's as having a full blown panic attack. That's the thing. As a part yeah. of the military. As soon as you find out you can't he's shoot, like, he should have been like, let's figure Collect something else their out. Magazines. Collect their magazines. Like, that's the... God, that whole fucking sequence, the second they drive into the reactor yeah. to when they drive out oh my God. is, maybe I think, my favorite part of the whole movie. I think it's the best part of the whole fucking movie. Because oh it's like, oh shit, hits the fan so hard. And like, I love the movie because it's setting you up and it's giving you like the all these badass space marines and they're mm. just telling you constantly how badass they all are. And then in like five minutes, all but... Three of them died. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's the point, the, and and that's the, that's among so the things good. that I like the sort of critique stuff I've read about this is the fact that the second movie and the reason uh, Colonial Marines, the alien that video, video game, game didn't work, is the fact that these are not things you can confront with. My guns are bigger. Herberder. I. Shoot. That's why none of the alien video games I've ever, I've only played a few. 
but none of them until Alien, Alien Isolation have felt like a good alien game because you're always like shooting and killing the aliens. Yeah. It's like, well, what good are the aliens if I can just shoot and kill them? But like right. Alien Isolation mm-hmm. is the first game I've ever played where like you literally can't kill it. You can't kill it, and if it catches you, you're dead instantly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the fucking scariest yeah. thing in the world. It's so scary. No, like, and here's the thing: from a survival horror perspective, that is perfect and mm-hmm. good. I think that this, and especially for the first movie. That was very much the sort of uh, rule set, yeah. I guess you could call it, they were working with. I think in this one, the fact that they could kill the aliens. But it but wasn't... It was so ahead. hard to kill them. I mean, they, they really set up turrets and the turrets can't get them. Like, they kill them and then they get shot with acid and exactly. then they die. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, the, I mean, well, the, the thing Like, they can kill them, but at what cost? Yeah, no, like, like so many and of the, them. in the beginning, you know, and Vasquez is like, all I need to know is where they are. Yeah. And it's like, no. No, that that's not all you need to know. That's <laughs> not all you need to know. You can't just point a gun at, like, you can get some of them, but there are so many and you don't know how many. Yeah, and she even and once they to storm you, you're pistol, gone. But it still like dooms it, her. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it gets dooms her to her, her death. Yeah, which yeah. that scene always makes me choke up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is exactly oh, so about good. them both grabbing that grenade that I always am like. I love it. Yeah, I love it. No, it, it, no, it's really. It's good. Gorman redeeming himself. It's her like yeah. not backing down. Yeah, and like oh, they so like she just hates him so much, but <laughs> but like clearly is, respecting is him. like yeah. on board and respecting him. Yeah. And they like share their last breath together. God damn it! That kills me. <laughs> so good. I love that scene. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's such a good. good. They're so yeah. fucking good. Um, Let me there's, ask two yeah. questions though, because yes. I I think about just weird world stuff when I watch these movies. One, they've never seen an alien before. Not these specific aliens, but just aliens in general. Like, that's not a yeah. thing that exists. That's also something I was wondering. Well, yeah, no, so, um, I think they haven't. Like, they've even said that they've, you know, colonized, what, like, 300 planets or whatever? They've been right. like 300 planets. But, they never, you don't see any other aliens, and they never talk about any other aliens. Right. Well, because when Ripley brings up seeing an alien, they kind of laugh. because Exactly. Like, so I think, like, so in the first movie, there's that moment where they're about to land on LV-426. Yeah. And Dallas is explaining to them, like, we've picked up a distress signal. Um, like, origin, you know, like, origin unknown. And Lambert, I think, is the one who's like, is it human? And he's like, and he just shrugs. And he's like, unknown. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a good indicator that, like, they've never, like, they know they're in space and they know that aliens could exist, but they've probably okay. never seen anything. Okay. Um, and that's why it's also, like, important and in their claws that, like, if something like that happens, they have to fucking check it out. Like, why Why else would, you know, like, truckers have it in their claws right. <laughs> to have to land on a fucking alien world and, look, uh, you know, check out a distressing... They're not qualified for that. Sure. But, like, they would have to for the sake of exploration. If there is something there, they would have as to find a, out. As a just-in-case. Like, exactly. Like, like, so if that's you what I think, happen to be the one that finds confirmation of alien life, and also, you should check it out. As far as, like, right. the Weyland yutani conspiracy bullshit, like, they obviously know something does exist. I think it's just, like, a somewhat of a conspiracy issue where, like, so there are some people who probably know that aliens do exist to an extent. Yeah. Obviously, because Prometheus, which is now canon, showed us that uh, Wayland, Peter Wayland himself, did believe that aliens did exist, the engineers, which are different aliens, technically, right. um, and went to go actually find them. 
And, like, considering all that shit happens, and, like, now Ridley Scott's making another Alien movie. I'm not against this, by the way. I'm, like, super on board <laughs> with, like, more Alien movies. Even if it's, like, changing the canon before Alien, I'm hoping that he doesn't fuck it up too much. Right. And, like, explain... I know he wants to explain all this shit. I know he's going to explain, like, where they come from. And I'm, like, kind of not okay with that, unless, like, he can do... Unless he can do it in a way that, like, makes sense and doesn't take away from Alien. Mm-hmm. I missed everything. Okay. Repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, uh, uh, long story short, like, the general public does not know aliens exist and have mm-hmm. never seen an alien. Okay. And secondly, of any kind, I think. So, why, wait, why do we know that? I think I, we don't know that. I just, mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm assuming from just, like, context clues right. from the movie. Yeah. And I, did they say how many planets they had terraformed? Isn't it, like, 300? Oh, that okay. seems like a lot of fucking planets to not right. stumble across well, any other life. So especially, like, if you've done 300 planets, you've never seen alien. Yeah. You're probably just like, there's not aliens. Right. Yeah. You probably get used that's to true. the fact that, like, there's like, nothing out there. There's humans and that's it. And if you and, and most of those worlds are probably, like, super uninhabitable. Yeah. yeah. So there wouldn't be any life on it. Um, secondly, like, because there's marines in this movie, mm-hmm. is, is there such thing as, like, countries and like uh just like different like nations or is it kind of like because like willing utani seems kind of like they've never gone into that like a corporate like overlord kind of situation yeah where it's like because they're terraforming these planets it's not countries that are terraforming these planets it's willing utani they don't like they don't even mention like the united states right they that that's Mm -hmm. completely unsaid whatsoever okay because that's why i was like they're marines but like where are they coming from are these just like general military that's like which is cool because we barely you know we don't know the origin of the humans in these movies just like we don't know the origin of the aliens yeah you don't know like what country they're from we We don't don't know know if they were all from different planets yeah they're they're the colonial marines. What yeah, colony? Exactly. They yeah. they might not even all be they from might, Earth. They might yeah. None of them might be from Earth. Yeah. Cool. So all yeah, all of that is left up to you to fill in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. I like that. It's it's I do so too. it's I, a world that's so shrouded in mystery. Well, and that's what I, I was saying when you were coming in. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I love it when stuff is left unexplained not like not unexplained, like, oh, we didn't think of this, so uh, it's dumb. But, like, yeah. when, when stuff is left unexplained, um, you know, not... I like it when things aren't over-explained. Right. Yeah. And what I'm worried about is that Ridley Scott's about to over-explain everything. Because sure. he's making... He made Prometheus, and then Alien Covenant, which is a sequel to Prometheus, but both of them are prequels to Alien. Mm-hmm. And then after Alien Covenant, he says he wants to make another movie called Alien right. Awakening, which <laughs> takes place between Prometheus and Covenant. And, like, he's just going back and, like, filling right. in... He's pretty much filling in all the blanks to lead up to his original movie, Alien. Right. Which, like, I don't need... Sure. I don't think I realized this until just this moment, but I think more than I don't care for sequels, I hate prequels. Yeah, or I'm yeah. just, or more than I'm tired of sequels, which I, at that at this point I'm not really that tired of them anymore. <laughs> really tired of prequels. I am too, and I and I don't care. It just so much. doesn't add that much value. It really to something that you already know and love. And more often than not, takes away. Yeah, um, it's I detracting. Have no problem with Ridley Scott's new Alien movies that take place before Alien, as long as he doesn't change. Anything about Alien, which is already impossible, because right. he already explained what fucking space jockey is. Yeah. So. Well, I guess. Already like... too late. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, like, it doesn't matter because I still love Alien. Right. Yeah. I guess, like, it, just speaking of sequels, too, like, the thing that struck me the most seeing these two movies for the first time and, like, 
knowing that, like you said, it was almost like a decade between yeah. the two mm-hmm. movies. 79 and 86. Um, like, they both feel very much so like these two directors. Like, Ridley Scott's movie yes. is very much a Ridley Scott movie. It's very atmospheric. Like, yes. There's a lot of, like you were saying, more of that psychological tension, less of just like, and again, like, I think that's one of the reasons I really liked it as well. Um, just seeing more and more like, seeing more and more like modern horror, but also mm-hmm. seeing more and more of like I've I haven't seen I hadn't seen these movies, but mm-hmm. I had seen like bits and pieces of like some of the like Alien yeah. vs Predator like, <laughs> movies. Um, and you had seen Prometheus. Both of you saw Prometheus movies, before yeah. Alien, which Apart- is which is also interesting. Yeah. I wanted to talk about. Um, but like you know, modern horror, especially like in the last couple of years, is very much so like we're gonna throw all these characters into a world we're going to introduce this thing that's trying to kill them and then mm-hmm. the whole movie is like positioning these pieces into different areas so that a thing can kill it and there's when not really like yeah. right, there's not like a narrative yeah. or a story or like character building it's just like here's this person who probably is going to live to the end of the movie mm-hmm. and the rest yeah. <laughs> so like in what order are these people going to be murdered Yeah. and like how is this person going to kill Jason, Freddy, whatever yeah. is the you know thing that's trying to murder everybody. Um, and this movie was very much so like the first one. You're just kind of like you know, holy shit! Like you know, this thing on the ship, and it's like slowly picking these people off. Uh, <laughs> that fireworks? No, I don't know what that was. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I can't on hear. There. I have headphones on, so all I can hear is you guys, and then distantly like, <laughs> I'm like, your backyard is going to be gone by the time yeah, we're done. It's probably those hillbillies. <laughs> They're coming for our grill. Uh, no! Anything that's not nailed down. <laughs> our cars are going to be on blocks in the morning. Get nails! <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, so much, I mean, you don't see the alien until, like, way late in the movie. Yeah. And then, like, every time you see it, it's very sporadic. You know what I mean? It's not like, here's, like, a long close-up. You catch alien. glimpses of yeah. it until literally the very end. Right. Like, I the mean, last scene is I mean, the first time you get to actually see what it looks like. Like, they earn their jump scares. And, yeah. And, you know, having experienced a jump scare, then you see it in its full reality. And yeah. it's like, oh, God, this is worse than I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, like... It's the, hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even just, like, the differences between, like... The tone of the cast, like in the first movie, they're very. It is. It does feel very naturalistic. I mean, mm-hmm. like a seventies film where it's just like, you feel like these people know each other. Yeah. Like, for a long time, and like they just kind of like drop. Like they work so, together. Like, they don't necessarily like each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> like, they know, but each, they know other. each other. They know each other enough to be like, you're an asshole. Yeah. yeah exactly. A lot of like petty work bullshit going on. <laughs> yeah, there is. Like, you know, when am like I petty work paid? bullshit on top of like being stuck in a spaceship right. together for like a year. Right. God, but there's no. There's not a lot of like. There's, there's like humor, but it's yeah. not, there's not like quippiness or like anything. Like, and then this movie is very much like not like nonstop like jokiness, but like there mm-hmm. is a lot of like intentional one-liners, oh, yeah. and it feels not even necessarily more scripted, but it feels more like, you know, like you were saying, like the difference between like you know this kind of like atmospheric. Well, yeah, I mean the, the first one. This one's like an action. The rock. first movie is a haunted house in space, yeah. which is how Ridley Scott describes it, and the second movie is a war movie in space, which is yeah. how James Cameron describes it. Like they're two completely separate movies, and then going further down, yeah, one of the is why, yeah, I've yeah. just been thinking. Wait till you see three and oh my four. God. One if you want to talk about tone I switching, love this franchise is because they like. You know, up until very recently, it was four movies, and they were four very different movies because they got four 
very different, like, visionary, like, at the time, auteur directors to do their own fucking thing in this Who universe. Who did three? David Fincher. Okay, right. The, the third movie. I remember that. Third movie is, so Alien 3 is David Fincher's first movie, which is crazy. It's, and it's, what like, when you see it, you're like, this is very David Fincher. Doesn't and, it have, what is his name, Tyrell Lannister? Yeah, uh, 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 Charles Dance. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, Charles what? Dance is in it. Tyrell Lannister what? is in it. Or not Tyrell. Um, Tyrell? Tywin. Tywin. Who's Tyrell? That's probably yeah. someone else. That's the last name, the the, the Marjorie. Oh. Right? I don't know. doesn't matter. Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so the third movie is David Fincher, and then the fourth movie is Jean-Pierre Jeunet, which I don't know if you guys are familiar, but um, Amelie, mm. um, mm-hmm. Very Long Engagement. Wait, what? Delicatessen. Delicatessen. Wait, City what? of Lost Children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking so. so they got, I want to know the face I'm making. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they got David it's Fincher. A frown face. David Fincher <laughs> does Alien Three. It's David Fincher esque. It's very dark and bleak and depressing, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not at all like Aliens. And Jean Pierre Jeunet comes in to do Alien Four, which is super fucking French. Yeah. <laughs> like just a super so weird. French weird. How, how does and I love it. thing? I love it so much. I love Jean Pierre. It's got that guy in it that's in all his movies. Yep. Uh, Dominique Pignon. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy and, with the weirdest face in all of his from, movies. Ron Perlman is Ron, in it. Ron oh, Perlman, nice. but also Dominique Pignon from Delicatessen, City of Lost Children, Amelie, uh, Very Long Game. Was Gator. he in a Bond movie? No. He's an interesting looking guy. You would recognize him if you saw him. <laughs> okay. He's the guy in Amelie that always has a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. He's got like a big forehead and kind of like ears that come out. Yeah. Oh, Winona Ryder. <laughs> and Winona Ryder. No. Which is really hard oh for me God. to buy. Yeah. I don't know. Because you... Winona Ryder is always just she's Winona, just Winona Ryder. Ryder to me. Like, so put Alien... her in space and she's still Winona Ryder. Oh, and Alien Resurrection was written by Joss Whedon also. To me, she was what? still Winona yes. Ryder in it's Stranger Things. It's a crazy things. movie. It's <laughs> a fucking crazy <laughs> she movie. She was a late Winona Ryder. Like, after yeah. got I'm very yeah. excited to watch it with you guys because no one likes it. Can you... <laughs> Wait, watch what? Alien Resurrection. Can you confirm this, though? I mean, just your your opinion of it because yeah. like one and two to me although they felt like very different films mm-hmm. felt there was there was a lot of similarities Con- between them and there was like a lot of like um continuity felt, there was cotton i mean yeah it felt yeah. It, even it felt though correct right it felt it felt like the sort of like again the very first one was that sort of first gash trauma this like mm-hmm. terrible thing that happened and like how am i going to deal with this thing and then the second one kind of veered into this, like, you know, oh, I'm safe now, but here's this thing that's still here. I think Alien 3 thing continues that. Oh, okay. I think Alien 1, 2, and 3 go pretty <clears throat> well into each other. Okay. I think Alien Resurrection is the farthest <laughs> from them all. It sounds like it. But, like, on purpose, yeah. you'll understand when you right. see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was the thing that I liked about it, is that it took a lot of what happened in the first one mm-hmm. and, like, logically built upon it because yeah. like Ripley doesn't come back and is like yeah let's go kick ass it's oh like, yeah you know she's got like she's still the same character she's the same character she's yeah. got a lot of like now like built in like a weird PTSD stuff going on and then like but also like she's been gone for 57 years so like a mm-hmm. lot of shit has happened and she's like trying to deal with it and yeah. figure out like you know her daughter died you know so she's kind of like yeah trying to process that while trying to process the fact that there's like potentially still murderous aliens out there who are like now endangering other people and like (laughs) 
you get the sense that she she kind of feels responsible in a sense of like you know like this well, is yeah, kind so of my thing to finish like I I need to go here. Alien that fits into this like guy. kind of the theme of oh. aliens, which is like kind of what I was saying, like the theme of Alien, which is see? not on the surface, but you get psychologically, and which is the whole alien? like. Uh, uh, male rape uh, uh, phallic mother thing. (laughs) I didn't finish that. There's a great video I watched a little while ago, but it was talking about, it was saying, you know, Aliens is the mother of all action movies, but really specifically because it's about motherhood. Right. And it does this thing so well, like keeping on with that, like the feminism aspect, like Aliens is such a good movie because you take Ripley, you introduce her um, as a mother, which right. she wasn't in the first movie. Like, technically she is, but, like, they don't talk about that at all. But, like, the first thing you do in Aliens is say, she's a mother, she's lost her daughter, so she, you know, is, like, a mother without a, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a daughter. And then throw in with, like, the most testosterone-soaked, like, situation possible. And then, the, you know, then she has Newt, which is her, like, daughter figure, right. and Ripley is her mother figure. And then, eventually, it's one mother Ripley against another mother, the queen, alien, and, like, in between, everything that's macho and male has just been murdered. Like, everything that's, like, traditionally macho, and, like, think about this movie coming in 1986, which is at the, you know, like, towards the end of the 80s. That's the year I was born. (laughs) But, like, think of, like, all the movies, like, Schwarzenegger and Stallone and, like, and Van Damme, like, all those fucking super tough macho action movies that had been, like, soaked in, you know, the 80s, and then suddenly this movie comes out where (laughs) it's just Sigourney Weaver triumphing over all these dudes who are being killed by aliens, and then it's just two mothers, like, going at it. And it's still, like, one of the most badass action movies ever. And that's what I like, I mean, (laughs) in my brain. They're probably watering their pot plants. It sounds like the hose. In my in my Some brain, weird shit happening in her backyard. Right? I don't know why. Like the thing that I was thinking about at the end when she goes back to get me, <clears throat> I was like, "This is kind of like female taken in space." Like she's like coming to like, <laughs> <laughs> her daughter and like. But I, I think it's interesting that you bring that up because I mean, she to me is a very obviously atypical action hero. Like not yeah. only in the sense that it's a woman, you know, but like in the sense that. Um, it's like, not even like Vasquez is a woman, but right. Vasquez is still like this macho, like buff, right. you know, like badass. Yeah, she, Ripley's not like a badass. No, she, she feels, doesn't even like guns. She feels very much like like you. I mean, like it's it's a yeah. situation where you can kind of insert yourself into. Her it's as like a John McClane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But even less, because I mean, John yeah, McClane, yeah. John McClane is still like he's a cop and he's yeah, like, you know, he's been got that all background. Yeah, she's just she feels like a she works at the dock now. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Before that, she. <laughs> It was like, you She's know, a single mom who works like the ducks. A, yeah. yeah, like a salvage ship. I mean, yeah. it's not like, it, but but it but it doesn't feel like, you know, it's like oh, and like now now she can like you know shoot flamethrowers and like do all this other stuff. It kind of feels natural in a way because like you can empathize and sympathize with it, like in the situation that she's in. Because I mean, there's small things that she does throughout the movie where it's like. She's very uncomfortable with this whole situation. Like mm-hmm. things fall off while they're on the ship, and she's like jumping and shaking. Yeah. And, oh yeah. She's not like sitting there like, oh, like okay, like I'm. Even if you know she's used to being yeah. on the ship, she's kind of like very like mm-hmm. just kind of on edge the whole time. Yeah. And even at the end when she's in with like the the okay. double gun and like <laughs> yeah, going to do gun. It, she's kind of just like, like uh, randomly like shooting it like, around because she's not like yeah. She's not going in like, you know, some of the other Marines went in when they're like, oh, we're going to, like, light this place up. Well, She's just kind of, like, yeah, yeah. cautiously, like, 
feeling it out. And even at the end, I mean, when she's like, you know, like Jordan was 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 commenting when she like, you know, looks at the queen and then she looks at the eggs and she kind of like points the flamethrower to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, kind of she's like, being very strategic. Yeah, right. But she's also like, it's it's that motherhood thing where she's like, you know. Like, don't you, fuck with me and I won't fuck with you. Yeah, but, like, don't fuck with and my And then the alien queen does that to her. Yeah. Yeah. With Newt. Yeah. Yeah. I love the parallels between her and the alien it's queen. Cra- yeah, it's crazy. Because she comes out, and I was saying, when the alien queen comes out, she goes right after, um, what's his face? Robot Bishop. guy. Bishop. Like, she's really fucking with like Ripley. Vin- she's vindictive. Very vindictive. Yeah. Way smarter than the other... Like, she's opening doors and shit. She's, like, operating like, an elevator. She's operating an elevator, away. opening... Like, the door opens, and an alien walks out of it. Yeah. She's yeah. so smart, and she rips Bishop apart. For no reason. Just, yeah. And, you know, Ripley's distracting her a bit, but the first thing she does after that is go after Newt. And then she keeps continuing to go after Newt. Yeah. She thinks is Ripley's child. Yeah. She's like, you "You want to come after my babies? I will come and get your little human. Exactly. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. It is really good. We watched the director's cut of Aliens, which is like about a half hour longer than the. Oh, original version. Oh, I didn't know that. So th- what was what we saw that? So just imagine like the original version, which is um, what I think is interesting. Like the first movie has a director's cut that's worse because it has more, and the second movie has a director's cut that's way better because it has the su- shit that's in it that should be in it. Um, all of the stuff in the beginning on the planet before the aliens take over with Newt and her family, mm-hmm. all that was gone. All that was oh. cut out. Um, lots of like little yeah. character moments. Yeah. The entire subplot with the uh, sentry guns was completely cut out of mm. the theatrical version. Um, and uh, f- oddly enough, uh, so also the scene where you find out Ripley has a child who's dead, that was gone. Which oh. is weird, which is crazy. That's insane. They cut out like specific character things. So they cut out the section where Paul Reiser tells Ripley, you know, like, oh, I found out about your daughter, she's dead. Yeah. So they cut that out. Um, so in the original I mean, I version, the acting was bad in that scene, <laughs> and that might be why they cut it. I mean, it's just like you cut that scene out, and it vastly right. changes the movie. Yeah, I mean, it vastly changes like her character. Yeah. yeah, from then you would have to just, if you're even making a mother parallel, assume that because she's a woman, she wants a daughter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like and the, that's just a really annoying leap of logic to yes, make. Exactly. But knowing that she just found out that she lost her daughter, yeah. and this daughter just lost her family, yeah, it makes it way makes more powerful. Makes it make a lot more sense. I'm saying I don't like Paul Reiser. <laughs> we and get then, it. <laughs> How do you feel about that about you? There was a scene. <laughs> that, what was I just going to say? Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> oh, the other weird. So they cut that out, which is weird. And then the other mm-hmm. weird thing they cut out because it's so short. But I guess they were like trying to find anywhere they could trim the movie. They cut up the scene where she's leaving at the end, and Hicks says like, "My name's Dwayne," and she says, mm-hmm. "My name's Ellen." Yeah. So like. That's so important. Like it's it's just a nice yeah. moment between them, but also oh, like so her, you know, like it's just in pop culture now. Like her name's Ellen Ripley. Yeah. And it's funny that that was the first time you found that out, and it was right. cut out of the movie in nineteen eighty six. That's crazy. It's so weird. Yeah, that's so weird that they cut out so many of those character, like moments, character moments because yeah. it is such an action movie. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, without that kind of stuff, yeah. it would just be, I don't know, a less important action movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it it and, would just be like all action, and I mean, it wouldn't be nothing else. Yeah, but. But it, so the the director's cut like that came out 
86 and the director's cut they, they have it listed on the dvd as like 1990 mm. so i guess they must have released a version in the in 1990 that mm-hmm. was like here's the actual version of the movie so like that's that's the one that james cameron's like no watch this version that's a half hour longer like this is the yeah. version of the Here movie the how long was version. that like two and a half hours okay James Cameron can't make a movie that's under two and a half hours. There is a scene. Neither can David Fitcher. I am. That's true. How long is that one? It's probably like two and a half hours. <laughs> um, there's a scene, Jordan. I specifically wanted to tell you that I don't know if they ever actually did shoot because I don't think I've ever seen it. So it might have just been in the screenplay. But like Alien, where she finds Dallas and it stops the entire climax dead. There's a scene in Aliens where she's looking for Newt and she finds Burke. And he's cocooned. Mm. Paul Reiser. Oh, so she's oh, okay. looking for Newt, and she finds Paul Reiser. Right, he's on, cocooned, <laughs> and he asks her to kill him, and she just gives him a grenade, and is like, "Fuck you, do it yourself." And, <laughs> and I think it's a really oh, pretty great. awesome moment. Yeah, but oh, they I, they must have never shot it because I've never yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's it, I think it was in the original screenplay. Like I've heard mm-hmm. about it a lot, mm-hmm. but like. It's just funny because how much you hated Paul Reiser. <laughs> like, I knew you would appreciate that moment. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And you're going to roll. I, I guarantee there will be at least four eyes rolling in this room. Out of six. Individual eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> four individual eyeballs. You have one. I have one. You have two. Yeah. Go on. No, I mean, once you get into survival situations with a strategic perspective, at point X, it's like, well, if I don't do this thing because I'm scared, I die. If I do this thing and I there's a minuscule chance of living, I could live or I could die. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the thing where I live. And it's, it's, like, at point X, you reach the, like, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. If I do X, there is a percentage chance I live. If I do Y, or if I listen to any given, like, social convention, like, oh, you can't do X because of these reasons. Well, then we all die. I just felt like he never did anything... That they caught him doing, yeah. where that would have been exactly the case. Like if he was about to tip over the tank <laughs> with like the phaser in it, then yes, shoot yeah. him. No one ever but caught him red-handed. Yeah, right. exactly. No, no, no. Like, like the stuff he's done has already been done. Right. No one sees him turn off it. that monitor. You can't. Yeah, you can't prove any of it. We it's see a lot more stuff than the oh, characters no, no. see. Even well, even Ripley saying like, I mm. assume he would have to sabotage your pods. Like yeah, she's still and that's assuming. and that's only when they get mad enough where Hudson comes over <laughs> yeah. is when his own life is theoretically threatened. Yeah, but he's not doing anything but sitting there being slimy and trying to weasel his way yeah. into that. For all they know, he's just like a shitty company guy yeah. that they just don't like. And like maybe he's done questionable things, but who fucking knows? Right. You only know because you're the audience. Yeah. <laughs> There's a that's true. <laughs> There's Maybe B. George just has an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> don't cross uh, him. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the wrong end of your wrath. <laughs> well, it's not even so much wrath, but it's it... judgment. 
What did I say? Okay, Judgment? Okay, yeah. real quick, real yes. quick, real quick. Let's. Okay, let's... Real, so last thing, and then we got to wrap this up. We've played space yelling a couple of times. Yes, we have. Getting the correct tools into the correct hands is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Here's a person you who's You kill me when we play space yelling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was not a good analogy. <laughs> Let me walk it back. Yeah. Okay. I think in the course of their interactions with Ripley's knowledge of what these things can do, there's... He's kind of slimy and weird. Mm-hmm. And then there's, oh shit, they're in these tanks. I don't think we shouldn't kill them immediately. Then there's... Uh, what else I'm just saying it's not her decision. She doesn't get to say... We have to kill these face huggers. We can't take them back. She has no authority. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm being devil's and advocate. It's also no. not a. Uh, that's also, I don't think, an appropriate moment to just murder somebody because <laughs> at that point they can say, like, fuck you, Paul Reiser. You know, you would hope that they would have a better eye on him to not right. let him no, go like, away and break okay, the tank exactly. and lock him in. I don't know why no one was paying. Because that definitely would have raised a red flag yeah. where maybe he doesn't get to go off on his own anymore. <laughs> right. No, no, but okay, okay. That's I, not I, the I, threshold I, where you kill him. I think. <laughs> I love that this is like the sticking point of this movie. I think, I think oh, that God. The, the next to last one, the penultimate, yeah. Paul Reiser being a douchebag, mm-hmm. I think that deserved a bullet. I mean, the fact that he was willing to kill those two in a survival situation where we don't want any more aliens mm-hmm. spawning, and the fact that they pretty much caught him red-handed making sure somebody was going to have a face hugger on their face. Still didn't catch him. Still conjecture. <laughs> and it's there's still Marines. Jonathan, you and there's still aliens about to kill them outside their doors. Yeah. Well, you know the handgun operates quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's not even just that they're Marines; it's that they're good enough people to want to bring him to justice. Yeah. Right. They're all Batmen. Yes, they're, all they're, they're not going to just kill him and be like, "Whoopsie!" Guess okay, he got okay. hit by a stray bullet. They're all no, good no, enough no, no. people. No, no, I've solved it. I've solved it. I've solved. Oh my god! Okay. No, I mean, like, we got to end this. Solved yeah. the actual different, like not solved like the the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But solved the problem we're having immediately. Yes, is the fact that they're. Space. Oh my god. For the love of God. <laughs> the table. George, the table. Sorry, I, I, I've been bashing the table a bit. No. Here's a. Yes, they're in space. They're in space. Society exists on Earth. Someone's if they can't get back that to Earth, that is a they can't huge moral question. Well, okay. If they can't bring him back to Earth, they can't bring him to justice in the way I don't that know their legal they system. Can't get you know, I would assume that their legal system still operates in a way that they have Marines that take orders in the military. I mean, but you still have your own personal morality of, like, not murdering someone and lying about it. Even well, though you're in space, okay, well, your moral your compass still exists. Well, here's the thing. If they don't murder him... And we don't know he... they're all from Earth. Okay. <laughs> we... We have to ask. Well, can, can I ask one, yes. one quick question? One quick question. Sure. Sure. Super long. How, how much of the original like technical crew from Alien was brought over to Aliens? Because one of the things... As far as I know. Okay, because that's the, that's the other Not thing. Not even H.R. Geiger. That, that was the thing that really struck me. Is the, he didn't the design the Queen? Between, no, it was Stan Winston. They all looked very different. Yeah. And I... 
think I prefer original Alien Alien mm-hmm. just because it was more like sleek and more like these had kind of like like veiny they had, like, kind ridges. of ridges. Yeah, yeah. They were definitely like different tightness. Looking. They looked more like yeah. insects the, rather than something completely weird. Yeah. The, 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 they had all those little arms and little mandibles. Yeah. The logic explanation for that is like so the alien you see in Alien is a single alien, um, it, like because they adapt to their environment and they and they they adapt to like whatever host they take. Mm-hmm. The aliens and aliens, you know, are specifically like you know the drones of the queen. So they're more they're called I think they're called like the warrior aliens. Okay. So they're they're more designed. They're less like the solitary, terrifying killing machine, and okay. they're more like the worker bees, and that's okay. why they look different because okay. they're, they're like so physiologically like, you know, I'm assuming that whatever eggs she lays can even decide mm-hmm. how depending they, on how the environment shapes them exactly like depending on what host they take and depending on like what purpose okay. she wants them to to you know to to take yeah uh, depends on you know decides how they end up looking because they, they you are know, like ants. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's more stuff that happens later in the franchise that's that goes into that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like this. But it also is because H.R. Giger did the first Alien, and Stan Winston did Aliens. Right. Uh, and like they used you know Giger's designs, but he did not do any of it. Why okay. was there a falling out? No, just just that's how it happened. Yeah. It was just you know like, like a decade, I guess. And yeah, completely I guess Stan different. Winston's not a bad. Well, they, yeah, no, Stan pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Was it still guys in suits? Uh, yeah, it was mostly uh, like women. It was mostly dancers. Okay. Cool. Which is, I, I just think that's funny that like whenever you get into that kind of stuff, like Army of Darkness or Aliens, mm-hmm. like whenever it's like creatures and they're like all limber, you usually get like ballet dancers. Yeah. Because they're tiny and like are limber and like yeah. can do this kind of stuff. So they, because they got to put so much latex and shit on their right. bodies, they can't just be like you know, hulking yeah. guys. The guy, it was, uh, God, what was he? He might have been from Africa, the guy who was the alien in the original Alien movie, but he was like... Oh, isn't he, he like, super tall? He's like a seven foot tall right. guy who was like super skinny and like lanky and like specifically chose him because like he already had that physique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just like put the alien suit on him. You look like you're not from this planet. Yeah. Get in this latex suit. Yeah. So, cool. Oh, anyway, yeah. well, thank you guys for being on the show yeah. and talking about so Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Um, we'll work this out later. <laughs> we'll keep talking about Polarizer off air. <laughs> and, um, and and we'll do a follow-up episode yeah. where we watch three and four. Yeah, we'll do part two point. where we part watch three and four. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, stay tuned for me telling you what we're watching next time on Movie Club. Bye.